Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. It's paper love. Sick! And I'm out to pull dirty glove bastard. Got my phone on the charger, I just hope it charges. Pull up in the charger, but we won't try to die shit. I know I could. Right, we got paper love off the porch with us today. Sit. How you feeling today, bro? I'm good. I'm blessed. Out of fact, I can't complain. Yeah, that's what's up, man. How you been holding up during this whole coronavirus pandemic? I've been out the way. Yeah. I've been out the way. I've been in the house with the kids, bro. Yeah. Had to slow down your money at all? Kind of a little bit, you know, a lot of views and shit closed and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully this shit's able to blow over here quickly, man. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take it back to your story, man. Uh, you were born in Chicago, but moved to Atlanta when you were two, right? Yeah. yeah. I had my whole life. But to the west side of Atlanta, too, right? Swats. Yeah. What was it like growing up on that side? I mean, it can get, get, get a little treacherous, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, it's, it's, it's good to learn from, mm. come from where I come from. So if I if I went in Atlanta, if I went from the SWAT, like just in like probably wasn't wood, I went probably won't be who I am today. Yeah. How old were you when you jumped off the porch? When I jumped on the porch, I say I say I say I say twelve. Twelve. Yeah, I robbed the library and I was twelve. Trip. <laughs> <laughs> I say twelve. Yeah. Did you have anyone in the streets or family to kind of guide you? About what to do, what not to do in the streets. Man, I ain't had nobody guide me like what to do or what not to do, but like my big brother, you know, like I always want to do music. So my big brother, like Cass said, Lane Young said, was already doing music, so they was guiding me as like as far as like how to basically how to go about doing music. I just started recording, putting it out there and stuff like that. 
But as far as just like like a big homie guy, it's like we ain't never had like no just no big homie like that. Mm. Just really go, oh nah, young nigga don't do this. Oh nah, young nigga need to be doing this. I ain't really had like that. Yeah. Talk to us about this incident when you were 15 that uh, you were held hostage. I got uh, I did shit I wasn't supposed to be doing. I, I fucked up. I had a had a uh, broke somebody's house in my neighborhood, in my apartment. I broke somebody's apartment. And like, and I left and I got back to the apartment. And like, I was hot. Everybody on my ass, like, why? Folk looking for you, buddy. Yeah, I got them broken woo spot, but they looking for you. Woo, woo. My dumb ass went back down there to the nigga spot. Still had his, some of his stolen merchandise on me. You know what I'm saying? And it was just all bad. Like, I fucked up. I made a careless mistake. So, did they hold you at gunpoint? What'd they do? Hell, y'all would hit at gunpoint. <laughs> Yeah, I was fit. I, I was, I was, I was scared. I wasn't scared of like what was going on. I was scared like about what could happen. Mm. Like and then like the folks like who had hit me for hostage, they were from Chicago. You feel what I'm saying? Yo, and my family from Chicago. So I know how Chicago folk rock. You feel what I'm saying? I was really scared. Like, I ain't know what would happen to a nigga. But you know I'm saying my brothers were there with me. And nigga, nigga, nigga made it. Nigga still here to talk to you today. So yeah. What were they? What were they asking for you? Just to return everything? Now they're just get, try, basically trying to get me to admit that I did it, and I'm still saying that I didn't do it. Hmm. And even when I got caught with this shit on me, I was still like, "My well, hell, no, I didn't do it." <laughs> what are you saying? You got it from someone else? You bought it from someone else or something? At the time when they found the merchandise, it was like it was like the whole neighborhood like know this is his merchandise. Like hmm. it wasn't too much I could say. It when I at that point when I, when I got caught with this shit, like I couldn't say I didn't do it no more. But I was still like, "My well, hell, damn, why I ain't do this shit? My hell, no." Hmm. But like nothing I could do, really. Hmm. How long did they hold your houses before they let you go? I say right at the time. I went down there. Say right at like seven o'clock. They held me hostage. My mama got out of work. Mama got out of work like in the morning, like two, three in the morning. Oh shit! They held me hostage. My mama got out of work. They told mama and shit like my mama come down there, come get me and shit like he broke out house with that third. Mama do a man that put on punch him and shit like that. Hmm. What was your mom's reaction? I mean, she already knew I was doing stuff like this before, so it wasn't, it wasn't her first time, but me actually getting caught up, like, I'm here, how she gunpoint, she was like, oh yeah, you tripping, like, you really got yourself in some shit, though. Yeah. I can't really get y'all up, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Was that the end of your breaking in days? Yeah. yeah. I say, I say, I say, yeah, yeah, that'll end my breaking in days. Yeah, definitely coming that close, you know. Just hey, I it ain't so, worth it after that. Yeah, no, nah, it ain't worth it. I learned so much from this show, like, well, I can't be doing it. Yeah. And when you were 17, you got sentenced to two years in prison? I was locked for all robbery and aggravated assault. I took complete, I took eight through two. Mm. I already did 17 bucks, so they gave me credit for time served. So okay. I just did 17 but I got out. Okay. That was my first time. I was 17. Like, they sure nigga, no remorse. I'm thinking that was my first time. They're gonna slap a nigga on the wrist. Like, I was sitting there six months without a court date. Like, I'm I started to, that when I first started twisting up my head, I started twisting up my head. Huh. I mean that motherfucker scratching, like, this is big boy jail. Like, all I knew was Metro Juvenile, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm in big boy jail, I'm in full to count, like mm. 30 old, 40 old, 50 year olds in the dorm. These nigga arm robbery. I'm on the fifth floor, these nigga arm robbery ever saw the shit, like. I'm just like, damn, I didn't got myself into some real shit this time. Huh. What were you charged with then? I was trying to arm robbery everybody saw. No shit. First charge. Yeah. Um, did you have to do probation after that? Yeah, they gave me eight through two. They gave me eight through two on time, so I had to do like a random six years of probation. 
I'm still on probation. I've been on probation since I was 13. I ain't never been off probation. Oh, shit. I've been on probation since I was 13. I caught my full probation at 13 and young middle school, I got to find the cafeteria. And he locked me up, sent me to juvenile, put me on probation. But like every time I get locked up, I always get probation. So like I, I never been on probation. Damn. How much time you got left? Shit, I don't want to say. <laughs> it's too long. It's almost over. It's almost over. Yeah. All right, so what's the biggest lesson you learned while in the streets? The big, I learned a lot of this. I, the biggest lesson. I can say the big, I said like one of the biggest lessons I learned in the street, like, but don't pull no gun out of me, you don't use it. Hmm. I can't lie. I learned that, like, myself, hands on, but don't pull no gun out of me, you don't use it. Hmm. All right, so uh, how old were you when you first started making music? Um, Like, recording wise? Yeah. I was like 12. 12, in, really? In apartments. Hmm. Is this like a home studio or? Yeah, I was going in like folks had like Fruity Loops and shit in their house and shit, little studio, little mics in their class, shit, shit like that. Yeah. And how old were you when you realized you could actually sing? I been do what I could sing. Yeah. Rapping was something I learned to do. Hmm. Like I, I do how to sing. My mama, mama, my mama could sing like hell. Hmm. So I feel like that shit was kind of like inherited. I always know how to sing, but rapping was something I learned to do. Rapping was something I, oh, but I could rap, but I could do that. Hmm. But singing is something I always had in. I got a passion for it. Yeah. Who were some of your early musical influences? My big brother. Yeah. Yeah, Cassette, Guale, Cassette, Youngster. Hmm. Like, like I said, it was already, it was like, they like two, three years old, I mean, they was already doing music before me, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I learned a lot from him. I yeah. learned a lot from him. Was he singing too, or was he just rapping? Nah, just rapping. Okay. But it, we had, a, we had a, they had a singer in the group too. Like, it was Cassette, it was a group. Hmm. It was a singer in the group too. It was two singers, that shit. When did you start to take music seriously? I say what I would like. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Fit T, I record this song called Can't Wait to Get On. Put it on YouTube and share it in the slideshow. I recorded it at like some older cats' house. Like, it was already like 25 and older at the time. I was like 15. But when I recorded this song at their house, like, they just, they just, they were telling everybody. And I started coming outside. I'm like, oh, boy, oh, I can't wait to get on. Like, little young folks in the hood, like, oh, boy, I heard this song. Yeah, whoop, how about this shit hard? And then they, they older than me. Like, they was on my ass. Like, boy, you five. But then you come yeah. to the studio. But you ain't got screwed up. You still screwed up. I come to the studio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, boy, you folks. Really believe it. They before I just believed I was fine. I'm like, yeah. you folks really believe I'm fine. They really not do this shit. I'm finna keep trying it. How to do on YouTube? Get a lot of views? At the time, it was a lot for me. Yeah. Do a thousand views was a lot for me because at the time I didn't, have, I didn't have a thousand friends. Yeah. So for me, back then, it was like, probably like 2012, 2013. For me to do a thousand views, but it was a lot. Hmm. I, I probably didn't have a thousand. Facebook friends at the time, you feel know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. shit. What was your first big song that you had, that you had released? My first big song, to me or like to the world, to the people? To you. To me, I said my first big song was Focused on the Money. Hmm. It was a song I had with my big brother, our team, like Cassie. They put me on, they, they took me in the studio, I did a song, they put me on the mid tape. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the song was hard. Mm-hmm. I was on the hook. Boy, the verses and shit. They would tell me like, oh, you, but you wrote that motherfucker. You wrote the hook. Like they went crazy on the verses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was feeling myself. They like, oh yeah. Cause they my first time. Like I told, you, they already had light on them. They was already doing the music and shit. You know what I'm saying? They my they were my first time doing the song with them. You know what I'm saying? So they took me, they took me to like a real studio. It was my first time going to like a real studio. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I I I, I love them motherfucker. What year did that song come out? Hmm? What year did that song come out? Say set, which about which about twenty fifteen? Focus on what? By twenty fifteen. Okay. Okay. About twenty fifteen. And uh you were one signed to three hundred entertainment. Yeah. What happened with that situation? I I just I just got out of the situation. Okay. Yeah, I just got out of the situation, man. I was... I'm too fine to get shelf, man. I'm too uh-huh. I'm too hard to get shelf, man. I couldn't get shelf, man. I had to get up out of there. Hmm. Nothing they did, nothing they did wrong. You know what I'm saying? I haven't thrown no salt on my nut. They a good label. You know what I'm saying? They got good artists. Yeah. It's just one for me. Hmm. I just had to move on. How long were you over there? Two years. Two years. Oh, wow. I signed for two years, but I, I ended up getting out of the country early. So hmm. I got a country for like two, three, four months, like three or four months before the country was supposed to end. Okay. Did you have to pay to get released early or did they? Nah, hell nah. Hell nah. Because I was already, like months prior to the situation, I was already not feeling. Hmm. So I was already telling them like, man, is y'all gonna do this? Y'all gonna do that? Or if not, but I got y'all got now. Let me go. Hmm. You know what I'm saying. So when they when they find out, like, oh, what you wanna do? You sure? Send me termination paper. I'm like, okay, say let's, let's do it. Like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And how long ago was that that you got uh, released from it? It was last year, like after my birthday, like September. Okay. Uh, August, September. The contract was probably into like December though. Okay. So you're still kind of fresh, independent now. Yeah. 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 Feel good too. I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> What's one of the biggest lessons you learned with your time with 300? Well, the biggest lesson I learned is you got to play that. You got to play that part. Like when it's beneficial, you was there. But you got to fail to feed. It might be shit that you don't like. It might be shit that you don't want to do. Like, but you got for this shit. But you might have to take sacrifices. You might have to do shit that you that cut with doing. But like, you want your family to be straight. Like, hey, you gonna have to take the chance. You gotta take the risk. That's one of the big thing I learned. Like, but you gotta do shit you uncomfortable with. Yeah. And you don't last. That's why I ain't last too long. Cause I went, if I ain't feel right, I'm like, nope, nope. Did you start your own label? Not yet. I'm still getting LLC paperwork and all that shit done. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My brother is paying for that shit right now. Cash it. Raise it. I mean, cash it. Maybe no different. A neighborhood family. You know A group thing. You know what I'm saying? A dad got out by label. And I got brothers who rap shit too. Yeah. Cash it the label. Would you be open to signing with another label again? They got, they got everything I need. You know what I'm saying? They gonna give me the real bag and the real push. So with the last level, I like went through Hunter. They gave me the bag. I can't lie and say they didn't do that. They gave me the bag, but they didn't give me the the put the real push. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, like when it like to me, like when it comes to regular labels and shit, like especially the big record company and shit, like it don't matter who you is. These folk can pray that button and make you a star. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I felt like damn, y'all ain't trying to pray the button on nigga, but y'all know a nigga hard. 
Time to go. All right, let's talk about this new project you just dropped, uh, Kept Back. Uh, exclusively on my mixtapes, right? Yep. 25 what? tracks. Yeah, why didn't you drop it on all platforms? I dropped it on all platforms, yeah, because um, it's going to be on our platform this week as we speaking, though. Okay, okay. But and I dropped it on our platform because my mixtapes, they, they, I was, I was, I've been locked in with them for a little while, and okay. they wanted to do exclusive, and Kept Back was just like a little mixtape for the streets. He wanted like no... And I just really just want to just push, push hard. Like, it just meant take for the streets, like, because I ain't dropped the music so long. Mm. And, like, meant take kind of kept back. Like, this, this is like a lot of the songs that was kept back and they was waiting for it. And oh, I yeah. felt like I was kept back. You know what I'm saying? Capo graduated and went on to the next level with some of the other artists that was right there with me. Like, when this shit started, it's like everybody else got to go to the next grade. I, had, I got to do this grade over again. You know what I'm saying? In the next grade. You know what I'm saying? So, kept back 25 tracks. Had to let them eat it up. Yeah, you don't see many rappers dropping 25 song projects. And right. <laughs> is that just kind of just to get them songs out there, like you said? Yeah, it was, it was to get them songs out there. And it was because, like what you just said, ain't like, ain't too many niggas dropping no 25 songs in no project. Especially not the young nigga my age, like, come from, I'm from, coming from. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm be, I'm trying to, like, you know, be the first to do this, like, in my era, where I'm, where I'm from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How's the feedback been so far? Feedback good, yeah. For 25 songs, like you know, like it could be 12 songs, 15 songs. Me, so you know, everybody not finna go list the album song, yeah. Like, everybody, like it might be two, three songs they gonna click on the foot, everybody finna list all the songs. But 25 songs, my shit did 100,000 downloads in five days. Hmm. I like, but hey, it ain't good hell, yeah. good hell for all them songs, yeah. What song do you plan to push as a single? Um, song called I got called Charge. I got my phone on a charger. I just hope it charging. Pull up in the charger, but we won't try to that shit. Charging. Yeah. How long have you been sitting on that song? Uh, I recorded it like February. Okay, so that one's pretty new then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a personal favorite song on that project? Personal favorite song, let me see. Jasmine. Jasmine, this song is real personal. Like if, if motherfuckers know what I'm talking about, and they know who I'm talking about, like yeah, Jasmine. What are you talking about on that one? Onto my, onto my, onto my, onto my own, my love life. You know what I'm saying, like, baby, you were blessing me, but we finna sing. Think about you every time I'm alone in the bins. I fucked up a couple times, now your family pranking shit ends. I didn't know I had a heart before I met you when I was 10. Baby, I got hella hope. <laughs> I, I was to my, my, my um, love, man. My first love of my life. Man. Like, detail, like, from the beginning to where it was at, like when I dropped the song. Yeah. And then that song, I cut my old. I made that song in 2019, like towards the end of last year. Okay. That song kind of old. You still write your music? Nah. I ain't wrote no song, so I be scared to write a song, man. Now, I just said it on my previous song. I be scared to write a song now because I feel like I'm learning so much. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? To like, but I'm going to fuck around and tell somebody the right thing, but not post to tell them the right thing. But this shit get me hurt. Hmm. So, hey, I ain't trying to write no music if I write. Like, I freestyle, so my mind be right and my mind be free. If I were to just read, just jot down nigga thoughts, it's like, I probably wouldn't miss nothing. Like, I've been done put... I've been to put the world down 
have you remained uh, to stay passionate about making music, you know, with the label troubles and being held back and all that? I go back to when I was a little kid. I go back to when I first dreamed of this shit. Like, man, hell, no, I can't. I just want anything a nigga trying to do in life. You know, if I try to be a doctor, bro, shit don't, shit don't come with ups and downs. Don't come with shit you don't like, shit that you love. Or you just got to go back to the roots, like the beginning, like, bye, this is what I want to do. This is what I told myself I was going to do. So I can't give up now. I ain't came too far to give up. Like, can't let nothing discourage me, you feel what I'm saying? Or uh, uh, not my, not my, my. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Trying to thought, uh, knock away my dedication. Yeah. Did you ever think about giving up before? And what aspect? In music. I'm saying like, I didn't thought about, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't thought about it so. I just never pursued that thought. Hmm. I never thought about it long. Like, it's always gonna be, it's always be like, probably some fucked up shit happening. I'm like, man, fuck this shit, man. And I hear some music again. <laughs> and I hear a beat playing. I'm like, man, hold on. <laughs> hold on, let me get back to it. Yeah. And uh, back in January, he dropped an EP called uh, Never Not Working. How often are you hitting the studio these days? I'm never not working. I'm always in the studio. I'm in the studio right now. Y'all just don't even see it. Like y'all see, I got headphones. I'm in front of a mic. Hmm. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm tuned in, but I'm, I'm somewhere else. I'm always in the studio. I'm never not working. I'm, I'm, I try to be in the studio every day. Cause it's going to be at least four days out of the week, but I be trying to be in the studio every day. Yeah. Cause that would take my mind off some shit that I be going through outside of the studio. How many projects are you trying to drop this year? This year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Already got two. <laughs> That's how I got two. It's, gonna, it's probably gonna be a, it's probably gonna be like a five, five or six for for this year it, for this year. Oh, how it's looking now? Like, but well, it's two and it's still we ain't even got to the half market. Yeah, well, so one quarter be, in. It's gonna be about like it's gonna be like five or six projects this year. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing to hold you back right now. Right. Nothing but a nigga conscious. Yeah, I, not man, they hold me back. Yeah. You been working with any uh, other artists recently? Nah, not recently. Recently, I've been, I've been working on myself. Yeah. I've been working on myself, trying to, trying to, you know, tune out a lot of shit. I be trying to stop. I be trying to refrain from listening to music. Mm-hmm. I be trying to refrain from listening to the radio and shit. Like refrain to just, you know, soaking up the wrong game. You feel what I'm saying? And I probably been done. Said it again or some shit like. What about producer wise? Who you been working with? Producer-wise, um, Mike Future, BL Beats, Wavy 808, down, uh, uh, Iceberg, uh, Concept P. I know he used to do all sit down shit. Um, I've worked with a lot of this. I've worked with a lot of this. Yeah. What sound do you look for these days? I don't look for no sound like that every day. I just, I just go wherever God take me. That's that. He, I just make sure I pray, ask me, he bless my tongue before I get in front of the mic. You know what I'm saying? I can do the tongue, the most powerful thing. Ask me, he bless my tongue, you know what I'm saying? Before I get in front of the mic and I just go wherever he take me. That's real. All right. You have what, two kids now? 
Infinity and Beyond. How old are they? Infinity six months right now, Beyond two. That's it. What has being a father taught you about life? It taught me a lot, like about that time. Cause I'm 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 one of the type of niggas like I be on a whole, I be on a whole different timing. You know what I'm saying? Like now, motherfuckers, time just don't be right. I'm not one of them who time just don't be right. I just be on a whole different timing. So the kids, they ain't like slow me down, and they're like, and a lot, I hear a lot of folks say that like, oh, I want to have kids, and I gotta go slow me down. Or my kids stop me from doing, man, stop. Let's cap. Let's cap. Can't nothing stop God's plan. If He wants you to get there, He wants you to do it. He's gonna get done. So they, 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 they. I ain't say they slow me down, but they, 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 they taught taught me how precious time could be. You know what I'm saying, yeah, how, how, how serious I need to take my time. Yeah, yeah. never not work. Plans to have some more kids? And yeah, I'm putting on, I don't got no family, so hmm. I don't got no immediate family. I don't got like no cousins and brothers, and so I don't got them with me and my mom. You know what I'm saying, so yeah, I'm putting on having a lot of kids. I want to build my own family, a big family tree. <laughs> Branch off. That's what's up. All right, what's some of your goals for the rest of 2020? So my goal for the rest of 2020 is, um, <laughs> Set everything. Now I've heard of my goal for 2020 is just I, I guess make them believe again. I feel like a lot of people just stop believing mm. because you know, like nowadays, you know, like in the the, the 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 world we in now, the, like the, the the trending era that we in now, like like you gotta be, you gotta have the best gear on, you gotta have the most money, like you gotta. What you ask me again? Goals for 2020. Yeah, so right now I just want to make them believe again. Like I feel like a lot of people stop believing. Like once I stop showing them money, or once I slow down on showing them the studio process, like get you on know, live and still recording, like or stop doing the menu view. Because at one point in time, like everything I was driving, I was doing the menu. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just 2020. My my main goal just to make them believe again. Everybody, man. My haters, my my loved ones. Like, I didn't have loved ones stop believing. You know what I'm saying? I got haters who believe in nigga who didn't stop. Let's crazy haters believe in nigga. I had haters who believe in nigga who stop believing. I'm just trying to make everybody believe again. So you got a point to prove this year. Huh? I don't, and that's the point. I don't, I don't have a point to prove. I don't have a point to prove. I'm just, I'm just not trying to show the world, but I'm showing the world that boy, you can still be trill out here in the, in the music industry and still make it. You don't have to have the cosign. You don't have to have the big rappers to vouch for you. You ain't have, you ain't gotta go. Dick ride or fake support to get where you're going. No, I'm just trying to show them that, like, boy, belief, faith will get you there. Faith gonna get you there. Yeah. Uh, keep keep your faith. I don't want it. <laughs> keep your faith. I don't want it. I got enough. Yeah. Yes, All right, paper love. Any last words? Any shout outs? Hey, yeah, man. I want to shout out Cassie. Shout out Cassie. Shout out my kids, man. Finna Beyond. I'm gonna shout out my baby mama. Shout out my mama. I want to shout out everybody who know me. My haters, if you done walk past me and mugged me, if I'm saying tomorrow, I want to give you a shout out, you know, of course. And most of all, I got to give the high power a shout out, you know what I'm saying? he's working. Like, the devil be working, but he's working three times harder. And he can be in three places at once. So, like I said, can not stop God's plan? Give a big shout out to the man that's still the high power. Sick! Got my phone on the charger, I just hope it charging. Pull up in the charger, but we won't try to die shit. I know I could go harder, I was thinking this is hard to get. 
Toda buena fiesta comienza con un buen outfit y tu próxima cita es con JCPenney, en donde encuentras de todo para cualquier ocasión. Ya sea elegante o casual, tenemos puro estilo para ti. Desde vestidos, trajes, colores y estampados de marcas como Liz Claiborne, Worthington, Stafford y J. Ferrar. ¡Ay, no olvidemos Thereabouts para los chiquitos! Descubre lo último en la tienda o en jcp.com. Estilo de pieza a cabeza para donde sea que vayas. JCPenney. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.